Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. You are in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, and today's topic, how to break through generational barriers. So awesome. Thursdays are the best. I absolutely love Thursdays. I know I say it every Thursday. Um, I'm Kate Bowman. I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. We are also the home of the official Certified Dream Manager Program. So for any of you, if you know Matthew Kelly, he wrote a book called The Dream Manager, and we actually certify dream managers that go into organizations to learn about their employees' dreams to help them fulfill those dreams. Because our philosophy is that an organization can only become the best version of itself to the extent that your people are becoming better versions of themselves. And uh, so that is what I do. And uh, I am so blessed to be able to do that every day. And I'm so blessed to be able to come here and chat with you every Thursday morning. Um, so awesome to always see you, Iffy and Kimberly and Larissa 
and Jackie and Jeff and Ella and Linnell and Maria, Debbie. Oh my gosh, so many great people. So many people. Regina is here and Cor and Brenda and Elliot and Andy. So many incredible people. So good morning, good morning. Uh, the last couple of sessions that I have done, um, you, if you've been here, you know that we have opened it up and and really invited people to share some of the dreams that they've had. And I, and we've also invited some of the newer voices, maybe some people that don't necessarily always come up on stage. Maybe you've been coming to Breakfast with Champions for a while and you're still hanging out in the audience, which is a great place to be. No matter where you are, it's always beneficial. Uh, but if you are interested in coming up to the stage today and potentially adding, potentially uh, towards the end of the hour, we're gonna be in inviting people to share some of the dreams that they have. And it's just a way that you can not only get on stage and gain a little bit of confidence, but it's also putting your dream out into the world. And when we speak our dream, I know we a couple of weeks ago, we had somebody come on and say, wow, I've never said this out loud to anyone, let alone on a stage of strangers, although we're not strangers, we're all friends here. Um, and so if you are interested in coming up to the stage, let this be the day. Let this be the day that you come up on stage and you share what you want to share. Because as Glenn Lundy always says, Everyone has a seat at the table, everyone, every single one of you. If you're hearing my voice right now, you have a story, you matter. You have experiences that you can share with other people. You have a way to make a difference in even if it's one person's life. And that is special, that is magical. And we get to do that. And I know that when you come in here, obviously you're here for a reason because when you come in here, you're getting inspired in some way. Otherwise you wouldn't come back every single day at five o'clock in the morning. And you get to hear from people that inspire you and you get to be that person that inspires someone else. You get to be that person that takes an idea that you got from in this room and share it to your friends, your colleague, your family members, people in your life. And you can help them change the way they start their day. Even if they don't come in here in every single morning, you can give them a glimpse of, a glimpse of inspiration. And maybe it's that, that little first step to get them excited to learn a little bit more about how they can transform their life. So I always, uh, I, I think I mentioned this last week when I do my coaching, so, oh, before we do that, let's get these shares up because we have 50 shares right now. So let's get some shares up. I would love to get the shares up to 100 before we uh, invite the beautiful Alita E. Walker who comes on in about an hour. So before we pass it over at six at 7 a.m., let's get those shares up. So. 100, let's get to 100, 100 shares, share this room in your hallway, let people know that you are here to get some inspiration, motivation, education, we're talking about dreams, we're talking about leadership, we're talking about, we're talking about creativity, we're talking about so many things today, so let's get some people in here, and also, I uh, would love to see some of the chat, some people commenting in the chat, I don't always look at the chat when I'm doing my segments, because um, I can multitask, but not maybe the, the, the best, not, not always the best. Um, I can do it, but you know, um, I'm also going to change this link because I do have a newsletter and I send it out. Um, I'm actually going to be changing the cadence of this newsletter. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but that, um, but I would love for you to join that because that really, um, shares a lot of the, I share a lot of book recommendations, journaling prompts, and, um, I share some things that are happening with the podcast. So would love for you to sign up for that. And I always love when people write me back after they get that. So I added that link. Um, all right, so I when I when I start my co coaching sessions with clients, and some of them love this and some of them hate it, it's always really funny. Um, I always start out with, what's one word that best describes how you feel right now? What's one word that best describes how you feel right now? And I think this is a great practice that we can do not only in the morning, but also just kind of throughout the day when things are happening to us, we can kind of step back and say, okay, how do I feel right now? So I'll ask you, if you are here on this stage and you can unmike, then just everybody just unmike and just shout out, what is one word that best describes how you feel right now? Awesome. Awake. On the ball. Limitless. Ooh. All right. Never better. <laughs> awesome. 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 Um, I love doing that activity. I just think it's a good one to kind of get the day started. See how you feel. It's a little check-in. It's a little one, two, three check-in. Um, all right. I also love to pick up a book, flip through a page in the morning or any, again, anytime throughout the day, 
pick up a, a book, flip through a page and see what is meant for you. See whatever message is meant for you at that time. And so I picked up this book, Illusions by Richard Bach. I don't know how many of you have read it. It's uh, Illusions, The Adventures of a, Luctant, of a Reluctant Messiah, an inspirational classic of profound and enduring wisdom. It's a really interesting book. And I turned to this, and I love this. I've read this many times, and I think it's so beautiful. It says, you are led through your lifetime by the inner learning preacher, the playful spiritual being that is your real self. Don't turn away from possible futures before you're certain you don't have anything to learn from them. You're always free to change your mind and choose a different future or a different past. Oh my gosh, so good. You can choose a different past. That is so, so good. All right, that book is called Illusions. Love starting my day with a little something from a book. Um, so this week, I really wanted to talk a little bit about the creative process. And for those of you that know me, you know that I have a podcast called Create for No Reason. And I love the double meaning behind that name, Create for No Reason. Create for No Reason, because I always, I think it's important for us to create simply for the joy of it simply for the fun of it, just because you like to do it. Like it doesn't always have to be a reason. You don't always have to monetize your idea. Like this is, we, we've, we have some we have, we have lost this, um, this idea of just play. Like, can't we just play and enjoy and have fun? But also there's a reason. The reason behind doing that is what I just said, which is the joy of it. So it's kind of like this crave for no reason, but there actually is a reason because it brings you joy, it enhances your life. And I talk a lot about the creative process because we have to trust the process in, in our work and in our life, in all different areas. In fact, I, you know, it's so funny because I feel like trust the process is such a, a phrase that we've heard over and over. And sometimes you know, it, it can be frustrating because we're like, yeah, 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 we get it, trust the process. But it's challenging. Sometimes the, the process is challenging. In fact, when we're doing our dream manager certification, these individuals, they, under, they start learning how to be a coach. We, we teach them how to be a life coach for their, for their clients and for their team members. And, and some of them are very overwhelmed because they're learning a lot. It's a two-day certification. They're learning a lot. And I could, you could see it in their faces. Sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, because they're just thinking about going back to their organization and like rolling this out. And we're always like, you have to trust the process, trust the process, because we've done it for over a decade. This is what we do. We've helped thousands of organizations. So you have to trust the process because we know that it works, but it's hard. It's hard. And the only way to get better is to trust the process and know that whatever it is that you're going through is meant for you. So whatever that process is for you, maybe maybe you're, you're building a business, maybe you're starting a, a creative passion project, a podcast, a blog, a YouTube channel, whatever it is. And we want to get these results. We want to get these results really quick. We've got to go through the process. And we love when we hear about the processes of other people, because it's, it's really why we love stories. We get to hear about, you know, the arc of that, of that protagonist, that hero's journey that hero's journey that we get to hear from people, you know, it's every, every movie, book, like the stories, they all have this same framework and they use these, these 12 steps of the hero's journey to kind of create where this person was before and where they are today. And there's all that mess that they have to get through. And it's why we love watching movies and it's why we love hearing stories. And so I'm not going to go into the 12 steps of the hero's journey, but if you have never studied that, Joseph Campbell is really the creator of this hero's journey. And it's fascinating to read. It's fascinating to read about because you'll notice it in all different areas and you'll definitely notice it in movies, like movies like Rocky, like you'll notice that arc of the story or Star Wars, like every movie, The Lion King, we all, they all have that same arc. So there's this protagonist who goes on an adventure, right? Like there's this call to an adventure because they have this, this life the way that it is. And then they have to be called to this adventure. And, and there's always that like reluctance, right? Like, no, I can't do it. I'm not that kind of person that can, that can create the life that I want to create. But then they, but then they say, okay. And then they make these, these new friends and they meet 
a mentor of some kind to help guide them. And then all of a sudden, now they're, they start encountering the roadblocks, right? They start, challenges come up. So what does that look like in, in your journey right now? Right? What adventure were you called to be part of? And now you're kind of, you know, you have this adventure. Maybe you want to start this business. And now you're kind of meeting new people right here at Breakfast of Champions. And maybe you have some new mentors and new friends. And they're, they're building you up and they're pulling you along. And as you're starting to build and build, you're now being encountered by all of these roadblocks, right? Maybe your marketing is not working. You're not getting clients. Your things just are not going the way that you want them to go. So now you're kind of like in the, in the thick of your story, in the mess of it all. And then you get to fight the bad guys, right? You have things that happen to you. And sometimes the bad guys is your mind. It's your mind telling you, I'm not good enough. I can't. Why are you trying this? Why are you doing this? all of those things that you have to kind of fight. And then the protagonist returns home as a changed person because every single thing that you do, every single activity that you pursue changes you. It changes you in a way that nothing else can. So I'm writing this book and I'm in the editing phase and it has been, it has been a journey. It has been a journey. I've never written a book before and it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And I am going through the editing process and one and my editor, she said to me, because I was really frustrated at one point because I'm trying to fix some things that she's giving me some great notes, but I'm trying, I'm trying to fix some things. I'm getting really frustrated. And uh, I said, and I was like, there are days that I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. This looks, this, like, I, I, I can write. This is good. This is going to make an impact. And then literally two hours later, I will be like, oh my gosh, this sucks. What am I doing? No one's going to read this. And if they do, they're going to hate it. Why did I think I could do this? I mean, literally within like a seven hour period, <laughs> it's like a roller coaster of emotions. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever been that, that way? where you're just like, I'm on top of the world. I'm amazing. I can do anything. And then like two hours later, you're like, why am I here? <laughs> and it's like, you're in the messy middle. You're in the messy middle. And sometimes you have to be in the messy middle. What are you, are you in the messy middle of, of something in your life? And the book that I'm writing is, is very much about living a more fulfilling life by pursuing your creativity, by making time for your creative pursuits. And, and I really talk about creative pursuits in a way that's really anything that brings you joy. It doesn't have to be something like, I mean, my creative pursuits are very business-like. I enjoy writing and podcasting and video creation and all of those pieces, but, but yours could be gardening or race car driving or yoga or it, it's, it's anything. It's baking, it's cooking, it's pottery, it's photography, it's painting, whatever. Those are your creative pursuits. They're those things that you just feel passionately called to explore just for the fun of it, just because it brings you joy. And we can be in the messy middle of our life and we can be in the messy middle when we're kind of starting a new creative pursuit that maybe we're not that good at. Maybe we have to go through the messy middle in order to gain the skills to become the person that we're meant to be. On my podcast, Create For No Reason, I, I love talking and exploring about the creative process because I think it's a fascinating one. And the creative process, again, to me, when I think the creative process, to me, it's just encompassing of everything. It's encompassing of life, the creative process of becoming the person that you're meant to be by exploring what you feel is meant for you at whatever time. And so this, I have, there's this, um, this quote, it's quite a long quote, but it's, and I've mentioned it here before, but man, it just describes the middle of your mess so perfectly. And again, whether this is a passion project or a creative project or just your life in general, I think it still applies. And it's from Ira Glass, who is um, an incredible uh, podcaster. And he says, 
this is what he talks about. He calls this the taste gap, which I think is, is so perfect. And it says, nobody tells this to people who are beginners. I wish someone told me. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there is this gap. For the first couple years you make stuff, it's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game, is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this, that, this phase. They quit. Most people I know who do interesting creative work went through years of this. We know our work doesn't have this special thing that we want it to have. We all go through this. And if you are just getting started or you are still in this phase, you got to know it's normal. And the most important thing you can do is to do a lot of work. Put yourself on a deadline so that every week you finish one story. It is only by going through a volume of work that you will close that gap and your work will be as good as your ambitions. And I took a lot and I took longer to figure out how to do this than anyone I've ever met. It's going to take a while. It's normal to take a while. You've just got to fight your way through. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. I can I just can read this over and over because I think it is so pertinent to not only creative work but to your life. To our life. Because over and over, I'm always thinking, I mean, we come into this room, Breakfast of Champions, and we are surrounded by champions. We are surrounded by people who are, who have big, big goals, big dreams, big aspirations, which can sometimes feel overwhelming to other people. You know, I think so many people, especially if you have a type A personality, if you have a type A personality, there's a big chance that you have done big things in the world that you, you've already impacted so many people. You're a successful individual, but you probably don't even think you are that much. You probably think you have a long way to go because your goals are that big and you haven't become the person that you want to become yet. You have these aspirations and you just haven't figured out quite yet how to get there. But you will. I love this. It is only by going through a volume of work that you will close the gap and your work will be as good as your ambitions. Oh, that is so good. And for me as a writer, when I read stuff like this, I'm like, yes. That is the way I want to write. That is what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to write in a way that evokes that kind of emotions. I want to be write so I want to write something that someone else is sitting on another clubhouse stage saying, "Listen to what this person wrote." That is my aspiration. That is my goal. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. And you have to be in the messy middle to get there because you don't just become a great writer. You don't just become a great entrepreneur or, or chef or musician or artist. You put in the work. You show up every day. You trust the process. And you get through the messy middle. You get through that messy middle. There's this... Uh, one idea that I have in the book that I wanted to share with you, because I'm still kind of fleshing out this idea, and I would love to get some feedback on it just to kind of hear, like, does this, is this a thing? Is this a thing? Does this resonate with you? Um, I, I know that you, if, if you've heard any of my segments, you know I love comedians. I love studying comedians, because when I think about the creative process, they're like the epitome of the people to to study because they have to get up on stage night after night. And man, some days are great and some days not so great, but they show up every day. And so I really love studying um, comedians about the creative process. And there's 
there's this thing that I think it was Jerry Seinfeld who said, um, when comedians get together, they often will talk about the jokes that they're working on. And, and, I, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld says that there's this phrase that they use, like after they're talking through a joke, they're like, is this anything? Like, is this anything? Have you ever had an idea in your, in your, in your business or in your life that you're just kind of like, I have this idea. And you tell someone and you're like, is this, is this anything? I think about that all the time. Like, does this, does this make sense? Is this actually a thing? And so I have this idea that I started writing about and, and I just want to share a little bit um, because I think that we're, when I, when, when I talk about creative pursuits and these creative pursuits that just are those activities that you love doing just for the fun of it, just, just to explore your creativity. I believe that creative, that creative pursuits live inside of you. They live inside of you. And that's, you hear their little voice and they're nagging you to like, you know, go, go practice. Uh, they want you to play the piano or the guitar or get out the paintbrushes or write or explore cooking or baking or race car driving or whatever, whatever it is that you love to do. Like they're there for a reason. Like you don't just have those kinds of feelings for nothing. Like there's something that's pushing you and those are your creative pursuits inside of you. And they want you to explore. They push you to explore your creativity because they know that when you explore your creativity, you live a more fulfilling life. They just know, they know that it help enhances your business, your relationships, everything that you do. And today, you know, we live, we live in a culture that's kind of become obsessed with outcome and production and results. You know, for example, in business, we measure return on investment, right? ROI. We decide what we're going to work on based on the outcome we get from the resources we spend, which is a good practice. However, it's so easy for business owners to dismiss the intangible benefits that they get from their efforts. Things like increased team member satisfaction, better communication, improved company culture, all of these things are really important to growing a business. And the same can be true of exploring our creative pursuits. If we're only focused on the finished product, we end up disregarding all the other, be other benefits that we get from doing the activity itself. Like that increased energy, stress relief, improved self-awareness. We get to enhance our skills and also become more creative. If we want to grow and become our best selves, just like if we want to grow our business, it's important to measure our return on creating, our rock. And again, when I say creating, I don't mean physically creating something like a poem or a piece of art. Creating in this sense of the word, it's, it's making moments. It's spending time doing what you love. And when you do, we start feeling more aligned and on purpose. And there's a simple way to start measuring your return on creating. And it's to start noticing improvements in your life when you explore the activities that you love, when you make time to do the things that you feel called to do. So you can start asking yourself these questions. Number one, on a scale of one to five, what is your energy level after doing an activity you love? On a scale of one to five, what's your energy level after you do something? after you do a yoga class, after you write, after you bake something for your, for your family? And how, number two, how does this activity enhance your life? When you start incorporating the things that you love into your life, how does it change your life? Number three, what skills are you learning that you can apply to other areas of your life? When you explore your creative pursuits, you're tapping into all of these different skills that you probably don't use on your day-to-day -day basis. So what are those skills that you're using? If you start taking piano lessons, there's a skill of discipline because you have to be disciplined to practice every day or however many times a week. Number four, how does this activity make you feel? How does this activity make you feel? And number five, what are five benefits you receive by doing what you love regularly? Noticing how you feel after you 
participate in an activity you love, that what it does is it sheds light on the meaning behind those experiences and why they're worth making part of your life. So we've got to figure out our return on creating because we are all so busy and distracted and focused on all of these different things that we don't make time for our creative, our creative pursuits. We don't make time for our creativity. We say, oh, that doesn't, we got to do that later. That, that, that's not, that doesn't, that's not worth it. Why would I learn to play the piano if I don't want to become a musician? Why would I learn to paint if I'm not planning on selling my artwork on Etsy? You do it because it's fun. You do it because it's, you feel called to. That's it. You don't need any other reason than that. And so when we can start to measure our return on creating, it eases our mind a little bit because we're thinking, oh, this actually does enhance my life. I had a girlfriend, she's building a business and it's obviously incredibly stressful to build a business. If many of you are building businesses right now and some days you feel amazing and some days you're in that, you're in that middle, you're in that messy middle we talked about. And she was so stressed. And one day she just thought, oh my gosh. And it was a Saturday. She was staring behind her computer and she said, I don't even know what I'm going to do. But obviously she was not getting anything done that Saturday because she just was, it was to the max stress level. Everything was going wrong. Her marketing wasn't working. An employee had quit. She lost some clients the week before. And so she remembered how much she used to enjoy painting. And so she went over to the store to get some art supplies. She came home and she took that blank canvas and she just started painting. She turned on some music and she just started painting. And you know what? It was a mediocre painting. <laughs> it wasn't great. She's not great, but you know what? She was darn proud of it. She posted it on Instagram. She let people know, hey, I took some time out for my creativity. She had fun doing it. It wasn't about creating this beautiful piece of art. It was just about, it was just about exploring her creativity and walking away from the stresses of her business and life to just enjoy her creativity. And the next day, she said she hasn't felt that refreshed in months when she woke up that morning. She felt refreshed and energized. And some of the challenges that she was going through, she actually found some solutions to it because she let this other piece of her mind start working. That's what creativity does for us. You know, if you're in this room, I, I think so many of the people in this room are very driven individuals, like I said. And it can be really hard for us to make time for those creative pursuits, to make time for the things that just bring us joy because we're busy. We're busy making things happen in our business. We're building, we're building, we're building things. But all of those, all of that time that we spend, even if it's five minutes a day, five minutes a day reading a great book, five minutes a day doodling on a pen, on a, on a, on a piece of paper, all of those things make an impact in your life. So start measuring your return on creating. It's just as important as your, as the ROI that you're looking at in your business. And so I would love to hear from a couple of people on this idea of return on creating. And I would just love to hear, I mean, a couple of things. One, what does that mean to you? Uh, because I just think that this idea is an interesting one. And I would love to hear does this resonate? Does this make sense? Uh, are you going to start to uh, measure your return on creating? Let's let's hear from from some people on this stage this morning. And I see Coach, I see Coach Kim flashing, and then Linnell. Awesome! Thank you so much, Kate, for this conversation. I will say, yes. Not only does this resonate, but it gives value to the times that I'm like, you know what? This is space time. This is not time to think and try to be mechanical. And so I really appreciate the way that you laid this out. The return on uh, creativity is vital to every area of your emotional, mental, and physical health. So thank you so much for your share. I am Coach Kim and I'll yield the mic. Oh, awesome. I love that. Yeah. Right when you said space, 
I was like, oh, yes, we have to create space. So I appreciate that. Okay, Linnell. Good morning, Kate. Let me take out my uh, earphones. I'm sorry, I was at the gym. Um, so I love, can you hear me, Kate? Yes, we can. Okay, good, good, good. All right, good morning, everyone. I love the fact that you were talking about the um, creating, that it's not always about creating a physical thing. It's really about creating moments. And I think sometimes we can miss that in our lives because we're trying to document everything for people, you know, whatever it is that we're doing at that time. And so what ends up happening is we lose the moment with the people we are creating the moment with in order to bring everybody else into that particular moment. So I just really love that, that it's not just about the things that we can see, it's the things that we can't see that is, that's a part of creation as well. This is Linnell. I am your soul coach, Kate. Great segment. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry I was on the treadmill, guys. I couldn't do the five points, but great segment, Kate. Love you. <laughs> no, that's good. And you know what? Movement is a big part of creativity, right? Like getting up and moving. Like that's, I love when so many people are on this app. I mean, I know I'm, I'm always, if I'm in here at five in the morning, which I usually am, I'm at the gym and, or I'm, I'm working out, doing my thing. Movement is such an incredible way to spark that creativity, especially if you're dealing with something um, that, like a challenge that you need to figure out. Um, all right, I'm going to do a quick, quick reset. You are at Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, where everyone, everyone has a seat at the table. You guys know that. That's why you come in here. And uh, we're at 77 shares. We're trying to get it up to at least 100 shares before I pass the mic over to the beautiful Lolita E. Walker. So let's get a couple more shares. And I would love, um, I know that people are always use, are using this chat. I love seeing the chat. I don't always look at it when I'm actually doing my segments, but I love looking back. So would love for any of you to kind of comment around this idea of rock. Does that mean anything to you? And maybe just share your creative pursuit. What is one of your creative pursuits? Something that you really just love doing just for the fun of it, just for the sake of it, right? Like just the thing that's so great about a creative pursuit also is you just, there's no way to tell where it's going to lead the direction of your life and where it's going to go and the opportunities that are going to open up because of it. Like that's, that's the most exciting part about your creative pursuits, I think, is like they, there's this whole other world, this whole other experience that you just would never have discovered otherwise unless you're exploring those those little ideas that, that keep pushing you, that keep nudging you. You know, I wanted to start a podcast for a long time. Actually, I've had a couple of podcasts <laughs> um, in the past, but um, I, the one that I have now, Create For No Reason, I really wanted to start this podcast because my friend and I, Sean, he and I used to talk about the creative process all the time. Like we loved talking about the creative process. Like that was just, it was fun for us. It was fun for us to, to like read. I read a lot of books about, writing from writers, because obviously I'm my, one of the things that I'm working on is becoming a better writer. And uh, so I love studying writers and, and what they do. And, and so we thought, oh my gosh, we should, we should do a podcast and just have these, uh, have these conversations on a podcast. And so we started the podcast and it was just normal. Mostly it was just him and I having these conversations about creativity. And, and then we started bringing on a couple guests here and there. And then after about 40 episodes, Sean decided, hey, you know, I want to um, go explore some other, some other creative pursuits that he was interested in. And so he decided to stop doing the show. Um, and then that was my opportunity to either say, okay, well, I can either stop doing the show or I can kind of tap into my own creativity and say, well, what do I want the show to look like? What do I want it to be? Who do I want to interview? Who, what conversations do I want to explore and do I want to have? And so I turned that... I kind of, I mean, I continue to do the show. I continue to do it because to me, when I think about my return on creating, I get a lot from doing it. I enjoy these conversations. I love reaching out to incredible people and having these cool conversations. Um, in fact, today I get to, I get to chat with Dr. Janie Lacey 
all about relationships and attachment styles. And so I get to have cool conversations with people. It enhances my life. And I hope that the people that listen, if they're listening, they listen for a reason and they get something out of it. And so it just opens up our world to, to explore. And so if there's a creative pursuit that you've been thinking about, that you're passionate about, that you just, that you just want to do, like, just start doing it because only by starting, are you going to get, you're going to start that process of your hero's journey of call of, of saying yes. When you get called to that adventure, when your creative pursuit calls you to that adventure, maybe you're a little resistant, but when you say yes and you go all in, you're gonna have some challenges potentially, but it's gonna be fun. Like you're gonna be in the messy middle, but you're gonna get out of it a changed person. You're gonna be a changed person and it's gonna help enhance all the different areas of your life. So who else? All right, oh, we're at 83 shares. We gotta get this up. We gotta get it up to hundred shares before I pass the mic at 7 a.m. Um, all right, who else wants to share about return on creating or any of the ideas that we've been talking about today, the creative process, creative pursuits? Um, who would like to share? Sarah, is that? Hello, everyone. Okay? Yeah, of course. Hello, Kate. Uh, first of all, I Hello. want to express my gratitude to you, dear doctor, and the great topic. It's really top notch. Oh no, did we lose you? So can I Oh go oh now we hear you. Can I Okay, so uh, I'm going to share some of my ideas as an English educator. And uh, when it comes to your topic, creativity, I would add something here. And I want to say that uh, creativity, for, for, to me, is kind of, you know, thinking out of the box. Uh, for example, in my own point of view, uh, I can remember when I was uh, teaching, uh, in my classroom, I had, you know, a couple of students from all walks of the life. I used to just uh, mention myself as a mentor, as a teacher, as a leader, as a person who can run the classroom. Uh, but over the time, with the passage of time, I came to conclusion that, uh, honey, you, I must to be more creative and I have to think out of the box. And, you know, it means that it's commonly believed that creative thinking, you know, the cognitive process, process is that to bring about the novel ideas and object. So uh, is based on, for example, I went through just... Uh, getting some ideas even from my students. So I didn't mention myself, a teacher, a mentor, a leader anymore. I got some, uh, you know, ideas from the students who were my learners. But, uh, you know, as far as I just did that and I went through their own experience, I asked them to share their own ideas. How can we socialize better? How can we communicate better? And at that way, it's all contribute to my classroom, more creative, creative it, uh, more, you know, uh, communicative and more fruitful. And I found it really, really, you know, perfect. Besides, I found my students from all generation that they could be collaborative and cooperative in my classroom, say they could benefit and enjoy the class and me as a the, you know teacher or better to say the mentor find the classroom more interesting and creative both for myself and both for my English learners thanks a million oh Sarah that is beautiful I love that and I love I love that you even said that you you get to learn from your students, like right, like what? How can we learn more about creativity than from uh, than from students and kids? I mean, they are the most. Yes, creative. of course. Yes, I. You know, Kate. You know, uh, I was uh, kind of teacher that you know. First of all, I think most of the teachers and mentors and leaders just find themselves the only one in the classroom, or I don't know wherever they are. But here we go, you know, uh, we live at the generation, we live at the world that even the teenagers are more creative than us because of the technology, because of, you know, the 
socializing, networking, uh, they have more free time and they have more, you know, open areas minded. So uh, I'm kind of, you know, 29 or at, I'm at my somehow 30s, but there are at their teenhood. So I can learn even from the kids, not uh, basically, I don't educate the kids, but teenagers, yes, they are really sharp and clever because at the, for the time being, they are all surfing the internet uh, about all kind of topics in the clubhouse, Instagram, social medias. So believe you me, just trust them. I learn so much from even my, you know, students at the age of 16 or 18, better than, you know, the other adults. This is my own opinion. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah. It is a good reminder. And it's also just this reminder that that at any age, you, we can be more creative at any age. And this is why when you are listening to your intuition, listening to your gut, and if there's something that you feel called to explore, that is you that it is meant for you. It is meant for you to explore. And I love some of these shares in the chat. Dr. Claudine says, I love to dance and music. It gives me more energy and I dance every day. Um, I bake, uh, Coach Kim says singing. I make up songs to communicate intense moments and happy ones with, chi with my children. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And then Ify says, I love editing videos. I do it for fun to help regulate my emotions when I'm overwhelmed, oh my gosh. Ify, that's amazing. If you want, I can, I, I will send you some videos over so you can <laughs> edit my own. I do not like editing videos, but that is the thing about creativity that is so wonderful is that the things that are meant for me are not the same things that are meant for Kim or Christina or Jeff or Pamela or Sheila. Like we all have different creative pursuits and they are meant for us and they are there for a reason. And that is, that is why we get to explore them. And when we start exploring them, it just turns our life. We get to experience life in a different way and it help enhances our business. It help enhances who we are as a person. And we live a more fulfilling life because we're doing those things that we feel called to do. We're making time for the things that we love. We're getting that RO, they were getting that rock, right? That return on creating. And so I'll share those questions again, that the simple way to start measuring your return on creating is to start noticing the improvements in your life when you start exploring the activities that you love. And so number one, on a scale of one to five, what is your energy level after doing an activity that you love? Number two, how does this activity enhance your life? Number three, what skills are you learning that can be applied to other areas of your life? Number four, how does this activity make you feel? And number five, what are five benefits you receive by doing what you love regularly? And when we put that attention on our creativity, this shifts our mindset in, re in recognizing the importance of making time for the things that we love those things that are just for fun, those things that just bring joy to our life. And so I wanted to, I, I've, the past couple of weeks, like I've shared, I love hearing from new voices that come up on stage, new voices that are, that are here in Breakfast with Champions. And maybe you're in the audience and you've never come up on stage before and you have something that you wanna share. Maybe you wanna share your creative pursuit. Maybe you wanna share something that you, um, that you, found interesting from our time together today, because every single person has a voice. Every single person gets a seat at the table. Everybody comes in here every single morning at five in the morning for a reason, because we're getting something out of it. Not only from the moderators that come up on stage and share, but from everyone that unmites, everyone that shares their story. We can learn a lot about life, about creativity, about business from every, every single person that is experiencing it themselves. The challenges, the triumphs, whether you're in the messy middle or you're standing on top of the mountain because you're where exactly where you wanna be. Although I don't know, like I said before, everyone in here is pretty type A. I don't know that we ever get exactly where we wanna be because we're always pushing, we're always striving, we're, we're always looking to get better. But if, there, if you're in the audience, if I'm speaking to you and you are in the audience and you're thinking, I would love to come up on stage and share and I've never shared before, 
This is your time. Now is the time to come up on stage and to share something. Um, Lindy, I see Lindy flashing. Yes, thank you so much for this this morning. I am, um, by trade, I've been a, a school teacher for 25 years and started the journey of, of um, building a life coaching business um, two years ago with getting my certification. And then I worked so hard on my website to the point that my jaw is locked and I'm stressed out. And, um, and why I'm sharing is because my mind, every time I see a painting, every time I go into my office, I think, well, not every time I go in my office, but I think I want to paint. And that thought just keeps coming to mind. I want to paint. And I used to draw a lot when I was young. And, and, uh, so not too long ago, I just had had enough. I grabbed one of my daughter's old canvases and, all I could find is some brown paint and I put dots and swirls on a canvas. And I tell you what, I was so proud of that ugly mass of swirls and dots. And uh, so what, what you're saying resonates with me so much. Um, my thought has been, how can I, how can I pursue painting when I'm pursuing speaking and creating a course and finishing my website and marketing and learning all these new skills? I, I, I'm too old to learn uh, painting, even though that's a passion I wanted to learn. But um, what I'm realizing with your talk, I just thank you so much that it isn't about that. It isn't about me becoming a great painter. I just want to paint to, to uh, enhance everything else I'm doing, to have a release and a creative release. So I don't think it's by chance that I stumbled on uh, uh, this room as early this morning. I'm usually not on this early. It's really early here. So Thank you so much and good luck with your book and your podcast. And uh, this has been really awesome this morning. So thank you so much. I'm Lindy and I relinquish the mic. Oh, Lindy, that is amazing. Yes, that is like the perfect example. And I love that you shared that because I think a lot of us, we think, oh, I'm too old or it's too late or what's the point? But no, just the sheer fact that you love doing it like that's all that you need and so i'm so glad that you came in this room and i'm so glad to hear about uh your journey and how painting does uh impact your life and so please share that share that with me i would love to kind of continue to hear how that's going so um and if anybody wants to share their creative pursuit or anything any ideas that came out of the conversation today that they just want to share with me. Maybe you have an idea around this rock or what is, what is your, your return on creating? Um, please message me over on Instagram, connect with me over on Instagram. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, these are the stories that I love. You know, I, as I said in the beginning, I run um, a coaching company and we certify dream managers and we do, we have a lot of, uh, we work with our dream manager is essentially our life coaching program. And this is, this is one of the reasons why I was so passionate about writing this book is because I talk to people every single day and they have these dreams and they're just not pursuing them. And so when you sit down with a dream manager coach, who's walking you and guiding you through not only your dreams, but we have a full curriculum where we're guiding you through the, the process of discovering your, your, the genius of your personality. We're talking about your creativity. We're talking about your spirituality, your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual dreams and goals. And we just help you think about your life in a more holistic way and help you recognize that there are things you can do every single day to enhance your life right now, right now, exactly where you are today to start appreciating where you are while you're becoming the person that you want to become. And so I know that I've, I often talk about those, those 12 areas of dreams that, that we talk about because your creative pursuits fall into your creative dreams because we have 12 areas of dreams, physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, psychological, material, professional, financial, creative, adventure, legacy, and character. These are all the different areas of your dreams. And so I think so often we put a lot of time and attention to our professional dreams. We put a lot of time and attention to maybe our 
um, intellectual dreams or our physical dreams, right? For, for many people who just want to work out and be more fit. But what about your creative dreams? What about your creative dreams where you get to explore your creative pursuits and the impact it has on your life? All right, we only have a couple more minutes. Let's try to get some quick, quick shares from maybe one or two more people, especially those voices that we've never heard before that have never come up on stage. I would love to hear from some new people that, that came up on stage today and wanting to share something. So who else wants to share? Hey, okay, this is Lindy again. I want to just jump in super quick to tell you, I just uh, messaged you on Instagram, my first ugly, awesome painting. So there you go. <gasps> oh, I love it. Oh, my first ugly, awesome painting. That's like the, the horrible first draft that writers talk about. So Lindy, I cannot wait to see it. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Um, all right. Did I see Cat? Is it Caxton? I heard I see. Yes. Did I see you flashing? What's up? Hey, Kate. Uh, good morning, everyone. I am so thrilled. I really have the time to be here. And I feel bad that, that just from the kind of quality and caliber of people that sit on this panel and uh, in the listening lounge, I feel like I've cheated a lot of people to get here, to be honest with you. But I was just hearing your voice and the fact that almost when you started, you mentioned a book every three sentences almost maybe less i said that's a reader i need to listen to her i love what you guys do here i um i don't walk inside the box i'm one of the few doctors that told you know the hospitals several hospitals i work with that they can go to hell if they want me to get the job but you know i've written 19 books over the last several years three on covid in 2020 and I could tell you this, one of the things I love most is solving problems. And um, I have a three hour relationship club. I solve complex problems. I enjoy that. It's like, it gives me a kick. And um, I just want to share a testimony, something that Les Brown was talking to me about yesterday. And I said, I'm going to give you a solution. You know, I'm still in my suit from yesterday. I'm solving that problem now. And I finished solving it. And I realized that it wasn't for Les Brown. It was for a lot of people around the world. And so I would just say, if you've got something that's on the inside of you that wants to come out, you better let it come out before it kills you because it's going to come out somehow with or without all the unnecessary internal stress. Just give Take a risk on whatever God has given you. I'm a medical doctor. I've been a doctor for over 32 years. But the things I've created in the last five years, doctors don't do that kind of stuff is what you'll hear. And that's my share. Thank you, everyone. Oh, I love that, Caxton. Thank you so much. And and I appreciate you. We appreciate you being here and, uh, and unmiking. And we can all learn so much from each other. And so I always love hearing from um, from from some new folks and kind of let us letting us into their world and um, it's so true right like it's inside of you for a reason like trust that that little voice inside of our head like it's not going away I mean sometimes we can try to silence it we can try to pretend like it's not there but it just keeps coming back up you know it just does like there <laughs> it just happens it's just the way that it is um, all right, I am loving the chat. I'm loving that people are sharing the, in the chat. In the chat, share one of your creative pursuits, one of your creative pursuits, something that you just enjoy doing, you have fun doing, would love to see some more of those. And please, please message me over on Instagram. Uh, would love to hear about your creative pursuits. And I also would love to hear about your return on creating. What do you feel? What is your return? What is your rock? What is your return on creating? What do you get? out of being creative. Um, and I just wanna share, um, thank you so much for all of you for, for being here today, for being part of this conversation, for every one of you that shared in the chat. I'm loving, loving hearing about your creative pursuits. I wanna thank Coach Kim and Linnell and Sarah and Lindy and Caxton. Thank you so much for unmiking and sharing. I, if you, um, if you come on a regular basis, you come on Thursdays, if you're in the audience and you're, if you've heard me say this a couple times too, like I love inviting new voices up to the stage. For those of you that 
are newer to Breakfast with Champions, or if you've been coming for a while and you've just never really unmiked, hey, come back. Come back next week. We want to hear from you. We want to hear about your dreams, your creative pursuits, your creativity. That is what it's about. And I have one minute left. And guys, we have we we need to get this to 100 before I pass it over because no one wants to miss the incredible Lolita E. Walker. So let's get this up to 100 shares. We at, we're at 93. We only need a couple more. Share this room out into the hallway so more and more people can find it. More and more people can get that inspiration, motivation, education that they need in order to make an impact in their day and in their life and in their journey to help them through their creative mess. Um, again, I am Kate Volman. If you're interested at all in learning about our Dream Manager program or coaching in any way, please connect with me over on um, Instagram, you could just message me dream manager. We it's a life coaching program that you can actually learn how to become a dream manager. Or if you just need a dream manager, if you're ready to finally start pursuing your dreams and, and making an impact in your life, I would love to, uh, to talk to you about that and have one of our coaches uh, walk you through that program. Um, also my newsletter, massive optimism. You can sign up for that newsletter. That is where I share a lot of, like Caxton said, I am a big reader. I share a lot of book recommendations, journaling prompts. I have a journal. Um, it's on Amazon called create for no reason where I do have some journaling prompts in that book. And um, so I would love for you to uh, connect with me over on that newsletter. And if there's things that resonate with you, I always love when people email me back. Um, and I guess also, I just want to let people know if you want to message me um, over on Instagram, anything that you learned about this segment, please do that. I always love hearing from you. I always love hearing how these segments impact your life. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.